0: We are the Man in the Cannon Podcast, and we are bringing you the CBJ forecast. You never know what we're talking about, but we're the best fucking podcast around. The CBJ news and unprofessional views will certainly satisfy your Blue Jackets podcast fix. Yeah!
1: Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Man in the Cannon Podcast. It's your boy, Hooch, back again with the boys. We got the full squad here today. We got Mr. Locon.
0: What's up, Hooch? Glad to be back. We do have a full squad. Everybody's here.
1: Yes, sir. That means, Frank. Ready to roll, boys. Yes, sir. Tour. Evening, gentlemen. We are back in the evening this week, Monday night. We got a game Later on this evening So let's get to it boys First things first
0: First things first If I'm a Jackets fan What do I want to listen to? I think I want to talk about the game tonight Because uh, I mean if you're a Blue Jackets fan You have like probably two teams That I think you hate consistently the most One of them is the Pittsburgh Penguins Because fuck Pittsburgh, right? In general general. Just in general Just in general general. Uh, (laughs) And they just suck And fuck Sidney Crosby Uh, But then the next one it's the Detroit Red Wings, dude. They, they had our number for probably close to 15, 16 years. So every time we get a chance to beat up on the Red Wings is a good night for me. So, And touch on that, too. We got to fucking show up this time against the Red Wings because the last time we played them at Detroit, what was that? Like the second game of the season this year? They beat the absolute shit out of us in every way imaginable. They looked like it looked like we were playing the carolina hurricanes they kept that idea of pinch on the pinch on the in the cor- or in the on the blue line keep that puck in the zone at all costs and cycle it around wait for us to make a mistake and they completely dominated that game against us we got to show up tonight big game
2: yeah it, to, to your point this was by far the worst game We've played all year. Um, they just outplayed us from the puck drop. I think we played a good 30 seconds the f- in the first period. The first 30 seconds. first 30 that, seconds, that we, had a, we had a really good look, and the goalie made a, a great save, and then it was all downhill. Yeah, we fell from there.
0: after that. And it's all downhill from here. Dude, let's get that song rolling, dude. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's a throwback. Uh, let's, let's give a little Red Wings preview. So who they got in net tonight, it's still undetermined, but they got uh, – Nadelkovich and they got Thomas Grice. And Thomas Grice has been one of our Achilles' heels. We can't score against Dude, him. Dude, what is it with him?
2: Even when he was on the Islanders. I know. You just it, can't get it past him.
0: We make him look like a Vesna trophy winning goalie every single time we play him. I'm hoping they pepper him good tonight and sneak a few past him because or even if it's Nadelkovich, but I'm I'm kinda I'm kinda if I'm Detroit, I know that. You know, I know the Thomas Grice thing, and I'm if I'm the head coach, I'm like I'm considering throwing Thomas Grice on the ice because I'm not sure about their schedule. What they got coming up? Let's mm-hmm. see. But if they if they're on, yeah. See, they got a back to back. They play Dallas tomorrow <laughs> night. Shit. Yeah, they're they're in Columbus and then flying to Dallas tomorrow. So yeah, uh, we need to hit them, hit them hard. Hit them hard. Hit them high. Hit them high. Hit them high. Uh, they got Todd Bert- or Tyler Bertuzzi. God, I'm gonna do that every single time because just because. But Tyler Bertuzzi leading the team nine goals one of four players in the entire NHL who is unvaccinated. So please make sure we close down those six feet of social distancing since the last time we played him because apparently nobody wants to be around him. But.
3: We got to get in there. You're vaccinated. Do it. Just get near him and stop him. For love of God, <laughs> We can't let him score like that tonight.
0: Nine goals uh, playing really well. Detroit's actually off to a pretty good start. And I hate to fucking see it because uh, fuck the Red Wings. Will
1: Craziest work. stat about that is you know nine goals on zero shots. <laughs> 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 Boom, <laughs> uh,
3: dude, that was coming this way. Damn, week. what a great uh,
0: fucking joke.
3: That was out. That was actually really good. That's the funniest thing I've known Eric twenty years. That's the funniest <laughs> thing he's ever said. <laughs> 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 Detroit's
0: sitting at eighteen points. They're sitting at third in their division actually right now. Uh, yeah, eight front. six and two right now. Yeah, eight six and two. They are up above Tampa Bay, Boston. So, I mean, they're playing pretty well. They got that uh, that new kid, new new rookie, Lucas Raymond. I think he was their first round draft pick this past year, and he's got fifteen points. Uh, I think he's second on the team in points. Um, I think he had a goal against us in the first game. So, got to target Bertuzzi. Got to talk uh, target Lucas Raymond. And then obviously Dylan Larkin. That top line they got's pretty, pretty skillful actually. So big fucking game tonight in Nationwide Arena. Um, really because of the past two games we've had, but we'll talk about those later. But man, you gotta fucking go in there and beat the Red Wings. Just because one of the things is at home, there's always going to be a lot of Red Wings fans there. You know, and it's just because if you were a hockey fan before the Blue Jackets existed, you either and you're from Columbus. You had the Hawks, you had the Red Wings, and you had the Penguins. So usually, when we when we play those three teams, there's always a shitload of fans there. And that makes for a good atmosphere, but still, I fucking hate to see it.
2: Yeah, and uh, like like you short said, short drive, we're... short drive from Detroit. Yeah, very easy, very <laughs> easy trip. So <laughs> <Very> easy trip, <laughs> and to, probably uh, cheaper colonists. tickets too, yeah. as we've uh, heard from a lot of away fans yeah. uh, in the past. But to your point, we're home yeah. at Nationwide Arena. It's our four last uh, last home game for a little bit. We, we can't end uh, the streak on one and, one and three. We, we really need to get two points tonight.
0: Absolutely. Um, Merzliken's going in net again tonight. Um, and a couple other additions. Boquist is back tonight, which is good for our defense, thank God. Yeah. Although uh, – and Carlson gets the scratch. But all, although I, I do think that Carlson has been playing pretty well. And it was kind of nice to see him actually in the lineup. To be quite honest with you, I don't I didn't even think our our defense the past couple of games or at least our defensive depth has, hasn't really even been that big of an issue. To me, the biggest problem that we've had with our defense and in, in my opinion has been our top pairing. Zach Wierenski and uh Bean, you know, especially Zach Wierenski. I've got a we've got a segment about that here in a little bit. We'll talk about Zach Wierenski and how he's been playing, but that's been my opinion. I don't think it's been anything Carlson's doing. So mm. we'll see, though. Uh, Bokwas is back. He's going to be put on the third pairing with Bayreuther. We got Gavrikov and. Uh, God damn it. Gavrikov and Peak. That's right. And then Warensky and Bean. So other lines uh, Chinikov, Sillinger, and Voracek slating in on our top line tonight. And that's rightfully so. Dude, that line has been absolutely buzzing every time Chinikov touches the puck he looks to, sh- to shoot I mean it's going to be before you know it that kid's going to be scoring some goals and he's going to I'm looking forward to him getting his first one because he deserves it because he's been ringing him off the post but it's just been that line him Sillinger and Jake Voracek has been buzzing they they've been running fast you know
2: yeah and I we we talk about this. I I feel like every week, but I can't say enough about Boruchek's play. It was nice to see him actually put one in the back of the net. But I mean, he's just you know laying it out there for guys to really have good chances to score. And to your point, I mean, Chin- Chinnikov is is right right there, right on the edge. So he's, close. He's been uh, looking for that first one, and uh, what a what a great place to. Uh, to score tonight, right? Voracek's
0: been playing so well, and it it was just unfortunate he had a bad turnover against Washington that led to one of their goals. But aside from that, uh, I th- he's been he's been absolutely lights out, playing playing and putting the puck in excellent places.
3: Yeah, it's been really enjoyable to watch both him and Shinikov, both and Sillinger. and Sillinger. They, they've all three played phenomenally, um, probably over expectation for me at least. Um, I just. They've, it's been really great hockey to watch for all three of those. I'm really happy for, for all of them.
0: Yeah, and that's a good point. Like I feel like we're still playing above the expectations that we had for ourselves this year. Um and that's why I'm not like, you know, I don't know, pushing any sort of panic button. Right, yeah. We're even
3: not if, burning the house down.
0: Yeah. Even if we were losing like consistently more than we are right now, I still might be like, That's okay. Like that this is part of the process for us right now. We need to go through and kinda you know, we're a really young team. We traded away and we don't have like a whole lot of superstar mega talent at the moment. So
3: And we still find ourselves with some good play. Yeah. Even in those losses. I mean, you know, um we're we're scoring goals and and, and we we've seen we've seen some positive play out of it. We've just got to turn it into dubs. Yep. Turn I it think, into dubs. I think the biggest
1: aspect that I see with not hitting the panic button is definitely what you guys alluded to is Uh, because it's, it's easy to hit the panic button because a lot of the guys that we were like, all right, these guys got to do, you know, player X, Y, and Z have to do ABC for us to be good. And those players kind of suck, but we actually have some guys that are, are filling in for that, you know, instead of Jackie being good, you know, we got Cole Sillinger that we didn't probably have the expectations that we had with him being a rookie. You know, Jack's the one acting like a goddamn rookie out there.
0: That is (laughs) the best point. That's the best point of the show so far. Yeah. We can talk about Jackie's play real quick because he's been fucking gar- garbage, dude. Garbage. Hot garbage. Hot garbage. <laughs> garbage. Dude, what is it? What is it? It's like he has a mental block and he's kind of like just skating in mud right now. He's not going anywhere. He isn't handling the puck as well as he normally does. He's not playing good defense. You hate to see it because he's, he's playing with uh, um, Hoffman and... You know that that kid. I feel like he's got some real, real potential. You've seen it in spurts here. He's really fast. He's got a really good shot. Uh, but man, Roslevik really does need to step his game up. But then to your point, like other players like um, Patrick Line, I mean, he's been injured past couple games now. He's been out, but yeah. he's not like lighting up the score sheet. You know.
3: No. Instead, well.
0: we have fucking uh, Oliver Bjorkstrand having one hell of a, of a season so far. And so's so's been uh, Boone Jenner's been playing really yeah. well.
3: Yep. we saw Liney do some hot boy shit. Like right as soon as we kicked off this season, you know, he had those OT goals.
0: Well, he's been doing that consistently.
3: <laughs> yeah, but it's soon like it's just seemed like a man. And well, and, and now he's hurt and everything like that. But to your point, the, Ollie and Boone both playing well. Yeah,
0: I just mean like Liney's been kind of like streaky consistently oh, I mean, yeah. like Absolutely. you yeah. know like he'll a get a bit he'll, he'll score some big goals yeah. but then like the next couple games he's like it's like where's he at offensively yep but the big thing about that he's been playing really well recently has been his back check and in his defensive mentality and I think that came a lot from John Tortorella that is one thing I think that Tortorella maybe uh, might have taught him really well is how to get on the back check a little bit more and play better defense so and then you know missing him and missing max Domi, it's certainly not 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 the script that you that's going to win us the most games absolutely we I, need those guys to come back and we need those guys to come back in a big way
2: yeah and, and to your point with line a obviously he hasn't really done a whole lot and uh, you know um, besides those overtime game winners which obviously are are very nice but you know i think it's he's kind of the way i'm kind of looking at it he's kind of trying to find his way um, you know obviously he has you know he has the one timer is all world all star level but he's kind of trying to find his way in other skill sets i feel like yeah he can you know razzle dazzle and skate between in and out but some of the other play needs to be a little bit more consistent
0: like passing yes in my opinion his yep. passing's been he's been throwing the puck in the middle of the ice just at skates and just kind of hoping something happens and sometimes he turns the puck over doing that so and just and just by our expectations, like, he has, you know, he has
1: 10 points in nine games. So, I mean, you take that on throughout the season, you know, 80-point season is pretty damn good. It's pretty good. That's a good year. That's yeah. a, And yeah. that's a good year. But, yeah. you
0: know, our expectations are he needs to score goals. And maybe that will happen if we can hang on to him. Right. And he gets to play with, like, you know, I don't know, like way more consistent. Like, once Cole Sillinger, like, comes into his game and maybe we get Kent Johnson up here, you know, those two guys get some time to develop down the middle. Then you throw them with line A. Who knows what happens after right. that? You know, like yeah. maybe that's when we see the best of Patrick line Or we could just have Jack Roslevic start playing well. That's true. Got to you know? gotta have Roslevic show up, i like up, him to
3: start playing mediocre, and then he can start playing well.
0: But, yeah, the way they've got the lines running tonight, they've got Hoffman, Roslevic, and Justin Danforth on the fourth line. So, uh, accordingly, or in rightfully so, um, Brad Larson's pretty much sending Razovic down to the fourth line, and he's promoting Robinson, Corrali, and Texier because those that line has been the, our best line By the past far. two games. Those guys have been just absolutely all over the ice. Robinson's like, if Rob, if Eric Robinson could convert and score goals like consistently, he might be the best fucking player in the NHL. He
2: yeah. is one of the fastest, if not the fastest guy I've ever seen live. Like, it was unbelievable. I was uh, at the Washington game. You know, he will drive down in the offensive zone, and then he is the first one back on defense. Yeah,
0: oh, yeah. And he's, take, he's taking the puck away. He's taking the puck away in the neutral zone. He's making excellent passes into the zone. He's carrying the puck well into the zone. I think he's he's a really, really solid player. And if you look at his, like, I follow a couple guys that post some ad, a lot of advanced statistics – and some of the, almost all of the advanced statistics say that Eric Robinson is consistently one of our better chances at oh, generating dude, dude, offensive he's so, talent. He's so fast. He's so, so fast. fast. And Man. you throw, I mean, him, Corrali, and Texier have been on a fucking heater, dude. That, that line has been playing well. Corrali had two goals against Washington. Could have had five. Yeah, could have had way more. Robinson had a pretty nice shot against the Rangers. I'll give him that. Texier also yeah. had a tip-in goal against the Rangers, so... And Texier's been looking a lot better, especially with this line, so good for him. But, yeah, um, that line has been by far our best line, and Brad Larson's pretty much playing them evenly with the first and second lines. Yeah. I mean, our first line probably the most, but that second and third line, they've been run rotating those guys consistently, uh, sharing the ice with all of those guys. So – um that that line moves up and, and considered to be our third line tonight. They they should look to get a um a good look against Detroit. I hope they have a couple goals. I'm really rooting for Chinikov though to get his first goal. Um that kid is so close. Really looking forward to that game tonight.
2: He's on the second line tonight, Chinikov. No, first line? no he,
0: it's gonna be Chinikov, Sillinger, and Voracek, Our top oh, line. On, okay. Yeah. And then uh second is Nyquist General and York go. <laughs> Let's go. Um but let's dive into those last two games real quick because that, the, that line was our best line from those two games. But we were, so we're 7-3 and three going into these two games, you know, and, like, I, it was a Friday, Saturday, back-to-back at home. God, I was all amped up, you know. I was like, let's fucking everybody, let's go to the game, you know, like, let's see how many people we can get, and let's get fucking drunk and hang out and watch hockey all weekend. And, man, I was all amped up. And they play even, you know, that game Friday night against Washington, the Jackets played 60 minutes of – or I should say 59 minutes of, of really, really good, good hockey. hockey. Yes. They played really well, good enough to win that game, especially good enough to at least get a point out of that game. Yeah. And then, dude, we give up one with like a minute 20 left, and he sneaks it short side on Corpusalo. We end up – I mean, to not even get a point out of that game, that goal right there, that fourth goal that Washington scored – turned the next game into an enormous game, that game mm-hmm. against the Rangers. And yeah. then I feel like the wheels just kind of fell off in the second period of that game. But let's we, talk about that Washington game a little bit. Let's, let's get back and hone in on what we liked, maybe what we didn't like. Mm-hmm. What did you think about that game Friday night, Frank? Well,
2: I, I mean, you know, we touched on it. The fourth line looked incredible. I mean, they were, they were our best line by far. They were generating ch- chances every shift. Uh, and, you know, Brad Larson obviously saw that and kept playing him more and more. And, um, you know, they were just, you know, they were buzzing like we, uh, what we like to say. Yeah.
3: The boys buzzing.
2: But, um, and you know, we actually, I think, um, people kind of forget that we go down two goals, actually three to one and we tie it up like, it, I think the fourth line scored, and then Nyquist gets one to tie it up, a really nice goal. Oh, yeah, that breakaway yeah. goal that he had, yeah. Um, so it was nice to see him yeah, get on the Corrali, board Yeah, it was Corrali, well.
0: and then it was Ovechkin to make it 1-1. Oh, yeah, and then that Hathaway guy had two. <laughs> Hathaway had one on uh, – that was that bad turnover yeah, one by was Zach on the Yeah. Well, the first one was that bad turnover in our own zone by warensky mm-hmm. where he throws it right to the middle of the ice, and they had basically like a three-on-one or a three-on-zero. And they just go tic tac toe, you know, left to the left, and then back to the middle, and ripped it past Corpasalo, and then that's that one that um, Voracek Voracek. had a bad turnover in our own zone, and it led to to that breakaway goal by them. But then you're right, dude. We kind of we kind of storm back with that goal from another goal from Corrali, Mm -hmm. his second of the night, and then that good little five hole backhand breakaway goal from From uh, from Nyquist, the bus. Yeah, the bus. So it
2: was. It, it was unfortunate. To your point, um, you know, Corpy, he he played pretty well. I thought he played had some pretty great saves, but that fourth goal. That's. I mean, that's a routine save. You got to put your body on the post. He has one shot from that angle, and you can't let it go. Short sighted there. <coughs> it was. It was almost like, and not to mention, I mean, I the just sta- angry. The, yeah, the stadium was packed. Friday and Saturday night, so. packed houses both nights. It was great to see, but you just you just felt uh you know you could hear a pin drop after that goal went in. Oh, gotta air. hug the post. All the air dude. was out.
0: Gotta hug the post. There's no other shot there. Yeah, he's he is kind of like leaning that way and hugging the post, but fucking dig your skate into the post and jam your shoulder. Into the fucking post. You know what I'm saying? Give you one of those things that the goalies (laughs) do all the time. The puck ain't getting past you short side. Instead, he kind of swivels his way over there and gets in position, but he leaves a solid like two inches away from that post and squeezes in. And, uh, man, it just trickled in. He played a pretty good game, though. I'm I'm not going to blame it on him. Literally, I feel like that game was – we lost that game because of two – Mistakes. Well, the, if you count the the fourth goal, Corpasalo's mistake, we'll say three. But I thought it was lost. If we'd, if Zach doesn't have that bad turnover in our own zone, because that led to like a three-on-zero, in like yeah. right off the bat, I think in like the beginning of the second period, mm-hmm. I think that was
1: mm-hmm. 24 24 seconds in.
0: Was it? Yeah. See, it was like right at the beginning, and it just was like, God, what? come on, dude. We won the faceoff. You know, he pulls it back, and he's trying to get out of the zone, right to the middle of the ice. Right to the Detroit guy or to the Capitals guy, fucking one two bang. We don't make that mistake. They don't score that goal, and then literally the same exact thing. We make a, a horrible mistake. Voracek turns the puck over on our blue line. That uh, that uh, what's his name Hathaway. Gath- Hathaway snags it up, goes co- to all the way to the other end. I did think that goal. I thought Corpusalo could have played that goal a little bit better. That's a tough one, though. I mean, he's on the break. But he shot the puck from, Very like... Very far away. He shot the puck from, like, the middle in between the circles and still had tons of room. Corposalo just kind of kind of lets it go over his glove. He didn't even go down. But, I mean, like...
2: It almost kind of froze him, I think, that he shot it so far away. To me,
0: that means that you're just not in the best position taking away the most possible angle of that shot. If he's shooting it from that far away, he can see the net incredibly well and he's like he's like probably was like skating down the ice he's like i'm gonna sh- what are you doing corby like i'm gonna fucking shoot it right past you right now and just like boom yeah he and almost, it was like he- it just flew over his glove and like it didn't hit the post it didn't trickle down anywhere it was like right into the top left of the net and it was like an easy he kind made of goal. him make
2: his move way too early he showed his cards way too early
0: that's a yes that's the best way to put it that's probably a better way of saying what i was trying to say <laughs> I, we're a team here but man, um those two mistakes, those are two those are two goals. We don't do that, you know, it's three one and we win that
1: game. It's frustrating.
3: It's frustrating. It's frustrating. It's frustrating. <laughs> but uh overall in your face I thought the boys- it explodes. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: but overall, I mean I thought uh for the most part the the team looks solid. But kinda back to uh you know, we talked earlier, right? Um, you know, in the beginning of the season or the first we want to say first 10 games Zach Wierenski looked like an (laughs) all-star these past (laughs) games (laughs) he's non-existent and we need him to be one of the best player if not the best player on the ice and he has a chance I mean he's from the Detroit area knows that team very very well probably a lot of his family members again will be in attendance but he needs to show up
0: yeah he's been one of those players that like Hooch mentioned you know those like ABC players that we've been mentioning and I was I was high on Texier to start or Warinsky to start this season, calling him an all-star the way he was playing in the preseason. But yeah, dude, he's been bad. He hasn't he hasn't been good, I should say. Turnovers. He's not scoring goals. Hell, he's not even really getting his shot through anymore. And that used to be his biggest strength. You knew if he was going to shoot it, it was at least going to get through and get to the goalie. Right. Make them make a save. He's been frustrated, and you could kind of see it actually. The last like. Thirty seconds of that Rangers game where we pull Merzlikens. we're up, we're down five three. So we pull Merzlikens to try to do it, and there with like fifteen seconds left, he gets a slap shot from the blue line, broke his stick, shatters his stick, the front end of it flies to the all the way to the boards, and he had what was broken in his left hand, and he just fucking threw it down on the ice and just started skating off because he's like, yeah, fuck it, this is bullshit. You know, he's been frustrated, so yeah, you can
2: definitely see it. But in that game also, again, right, they score two goals in, the ma- in a blink of the eye. Boom, which boom, boom. They
0: scored three. Oh, three, basically. yeah, yeah.
2: It was three. It was two against Washington and then three go in the back of the net against us. And, you know. so,
0: so to get into that range, let's, let's dive into that Rangers game because that fourth goal that we give up against Washington, right, to give us no points in that game, effectively turned that Rangers game into a monumental game. Right, seven five and zero oh is light years different than you know, like nine and three or like eight and four, where we could have been if we could have like turned that game around either on Friday or Saturday. Night. So that that goal turned this Rangers game into a monumental game. And how do we start off? Voracek down the middle, right in the slot, puts one. Uh, right into the back of the net on a really good shot quite honestly it was kind of nice to see him shoot the puck but yeah we go up one nothing kind of early and the crowd was fucking buzzing it was loud i was i was there power that night power play goal power play goal
2: yeah borchek gets mm-hmm. one in finally um i'm going to ask you a question mr lokon um because we obviously uh diehard jackets fans have been watching them for ever since they became a franchise in Columbus. But this seems to be a problem, not just with this team, but throughout the whole career of the Columbus Blue Jackets is letting in multiple goals, honestly, within a span of a minute and 30 seconds. So it seems like we let a goal go in, and we're still thinking about that goal, that goal and not worrying about all right it's, it's time to play it's again time to play yeah. we got it the puck has dropped we can't you know and it seems like we just can't let it go and it's it's killing our chances to get points i think it
3: was very obvious in that three goals in a minute and three seconds i think you can just go back and watch just from from the first first goal in to that last to that third one and you're just like these guys are just thinking about the last play yeah
0: Tori, it's funny you say that because, like, we we hadn't discussed this before the pod. No. Me and you. Yeah. But I had been talking about this with Frank, and it's really cool to see, like, it's not just me that's thinking this. Like, it was it was probably part of the Rangers' game plan. Oh, yeah. Because it was that obvious. Yeah. When we score, the Rangers are probably like, Let, we're going to score this where, shift. Yeah, where I do it again. Like, we need to fucking score because yep. this is when they're the most vulnerable. Yep. And it was evident in our second goal. Um, so we gave Breadman scores, of course. Yeah, he had two uh, that night. And then, yeah, he had two. And then in the second period, Robinson scores on a pretty nice shot down on the left side. Yeah. And it was, it was a pretty good shot. I'll give him that. We go up 2-1, and, you know, that place was fucking rocking, and it was such a big goal. Mm-hmm. I mean, boom. Chris Kreider, what, like a minute later, makes it 2-2. Two then, boom, Less. a minute later, Artemi Panarin, b- b- not even a minute later, makes it 3-2. And then, boom, uh, probably, what, 20, 30 seconds later, Jacob Truba makes it 4-2. Yeah. Boom, boom, boom. That game is over. Yeah. That's why That's why mm. I'm not, like, that worried about it. Bio. But it's like, so God damn off. it. It's like, boys, <laughs> you, you're we have these opportunities, you know, and it's like, we don't let that one in against Washington. We don't let a fucking team route, route us in fucking two minutes. One minute. <laughs> one, <laughs> yeah. minute. one minute. Right. One minute and three seconds. Boom, right. boom, boom. That's what he
1: was saying. yeah. So I,
0: and, you know, I'll, Merzlikens did not have a, that good of a game. I think he could have had especially uh, Kreider's goal, that tip-in goal to make it 2 to 2 Literally, it was literally right in front of him. Uh, probably could have had that one. But the one against Panarin, they just he's just wide open in the middle of the high slot. Nobody's even close to him. You give Artemi Panarin that kind of a shot, he's gonna make it all fucking day. And then Jacob Truba, are you slowly kidding me? Gets his boy gets his first fucking goal of the season against the How many times does that fucking happen too? Some no name fucking scrub on somebody else's team. Oh, would you Truba ain't that's true. No, I'm a no-name scrub. I know. I know. I'm mean, just saying it was his it. first goal of the year. It was. You hear that all the time? These fucking guys scoring their first goal of the season against the Jackets. These fucking guys. So these how guys. Do you, how do you, guys. We, how do you
2: think we? How do you think we fix it? Like fix this? Do you think honestly it's just you know we're thinking about the the play before and not like focusing? it.
0: I don't know. I think it's coaching. I I think it's the mentality of.
3: We have a new coach. We have a new coach. So here's sure. my thing is I think that it's the same way in like football and it stands out in my brain foosball. really well because <clears throat> they had a close ball. They had a clip yesterday uh, from some random you Cam- playing
0: the foosball <laughs> behind my back
3: <laughs> from some random Cam Newton game where the defender was calling. Hey, that's a wheel route. That's a wheel route. Cam goes, you've been watching his tape. name.
1: His name was Clay Matthews.
3: Thank and you. Against Green Bay. That's it. Thank it you. Was it was you.
1: embarrassing to watch.
3: Yeah. <laughs> so. These teams are watching tape, and I think it's just we need, and I'm sure they are going back and watching the tape, but maybe it's not a focal point of, like, let's see what happened in this stretch from that goal, from goal one, two, and three, in a minute and three seconds, what happened to our play, you know? I think that because the other teams are seeing that, Mm -hmm. and they're pointing that out. See, look at how they play after the first goal. We need to attack and try to score immediately after the first goal, and see how many times we can do it.
1: Now, in the defense of your argument, Clay Matthews pointed it out, and then Cam Newton said it was cute, and then right. <laughs> and then audible, and then, yeah. and then threw a touchdown pass immediately to Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. Well, that's what yeah. we're and trying then, to do. That's where we're side. trying to get to. Is, right. exactly. is, to, is audible. to audible play. We need to play. be the Cam
0: Newton side. Right, you exactly. Know? Yeah, audible. that's that's the thing. It could be the just the whole. The whole like atmosphere after scoring a goal too. Yeah, like I how mean, do we act?
1: Like yeah. act like you've been there before, act like it like act like we didn't even score. Like we just, we're just we're facing off. It's a it's it's, right. it's, just, for, a yeah, it's, it's just a new game. It's just another face off. Yep. That's how most teams that I see that are really good, that's how they attack everything. Even teams like the Rangers that are a pretty good team. What did they do? Every single time they scored a goal, they tried to score another goal and right. they did. Think yep. about. It.
3: We for, say it all um, the time. We're going into the second period. We're going to the third period. You're tied at one, one, two, two, three, three, whatever. You go brand new game, tied at nothing. You know, it doesn't matter how many. As, if you both scored the same amount of goals, and you're going into the new period, it's like you're starting at zero, zero. Again. zero.
0: Yep. It's also been the second period's been in Achilles' heel of the jackets for
3: oh god, ever. three, four we, years right yeah, now. Yeah, check. Yeah, check the pods. We've, yeah, been, we've been talking about, talking about since, that we for, since we doing started. It.
0: And that was that was in the second. Yeah. Um
2: and same with just, the, the Washington just, game. That's they two in the second right away. That's what I'm saying. It's just
0: like mental lapses for five minutes Friday and Saturday night, maybe total. And that's what loses that's what loses you those games. Because you just you let our Panarin shoot that kind of a shot, he's gonna score. Mm-hmm. Um you know, you don't play good enough defense across in the crease. You just let a guy have his stick down on the ice right in the crease. Chris Kreider's gonna knock that in. Kreider's got like thirty Thirteen goals or something stupid this year. Like how you, how you just letting him have a his stick those. on the ice right in front of Elvis? Somebody go fucking hit somebody. And we're back. Whoa. 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 Whoa.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Take it down a notch, Mister Lokon. But man, we just got on the biggest tangent on the pod on the pod break, dude. <laughs> yeah. We got on <laughs> on the pod. Break. The, <laughs> Jesus. Of all the times people have gathered to speak the English language, nobody has talked more about feral pigs <laughs> this than was we the did longest. just now we
3: did not think this break we've been talking about feral
0: pigs for 15 big, minutes big
3: feral pig guys
0: probably about 15 i don't minutes know now. if
3: there are any ladies that wa- that listen to this pod watch this pod if there's any ladies that listen to this pod if you think your boyfriend's out cheating on you he's probably just out with the boys talking about feral pigs feral pig big feral pig. big guy. feral pig guys Ask your boyfriend. Next ask time, Eric
0: about what a feral pig is. Next time you're they in the grow car, husks. Next they time do. you're in the
3: car with your boyfriend, just ask your boyfriend, "Hey, what do you think about feral pigs?" And just let him talk. It's probably going to be the happiest he's been in a long time to let him talk about feral pigs. Well, we're in the D Gen Den, which is out in the middle of fucking nowhere. We're, we're so feral I can, pig. Country. I can tell you. I can tell
1: you right now, the scariest part about our feral pigs is like they're raised. To be fat and to be slaughtered, and then they get out of the cage, and then they become feral, and that's scary as hell. Yeah, and they kill and destroy everything in their
0: way. Feral yeah. fucking pigs. And yeah. we're not gonna. Get that's the name it. of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> we're calling this episode "Feral Pigs."
3: <laughs> feral pigs. Fair enough. It
1: kind of feels like, you know, the Blue Jackets are right there being feral pigs, though. So we can get back into this <laughs> that's such right, an yeah. excellent segment. That's the best That's the Yeah. So, I mean, so not his so first Feral pop. pigs,
0: uh, Columbus Blue Jackets. So
1: at this point, we're just trying to survive uh, while everybody is trying to kill. <laughs> we're them. actually going to tie in how the
0: Blue Jackets are like feral pigs. It's like right that now. Kevin
1: Bacon game. Hey, hold on. <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh, that's there's what it the beer. is. Oh, so,
1: there's the beer. Anyways, let's get back into it, boys. Uh feral pigs, Columbus Blue Jackets. We are we need to we need to start winning, boys. Well, we we've been do-
0: actually playing kind of above our expectations a little bit, you know. And we've been trying to think like what are some things that have been going well? What has this team been doing differently that maybe flying a little bit under the radar that's really adding to our early kind of, you know, success, I guess. I don't want to call it success yet, success yet but we've, we've definitely been playing pretty good hockey uh, aside from those mental lapses against Washington and, and the Rangers. But Frank, what do you think? What's been one thing that's kind of stood out that's been a, a, a bright spot of this team this year?
2: Well, I think uh, something that's been the team's Achilles heel in the past has been uh, the faceoff circle, but we have uh, honestly looked pretty strong in the circle with Guys that you really would not think would be, you know, as an overall team, you wouldn't think we would be um, statistically sound in the faceoff circle.
0: So that's, exa- that's a great point, Frank. I'm glad you brought that up. And it feels like to me we're actually winning more faceoffs in the offensive zone than we used to, you know, which is huge. To keep the puck in that zone and possibly get a good look, but yeah all over the place even in uh you know even in our own zone, I think we're winning face offs really well, and then we're getting the puck out of our zone pretty well, but um I think jenner's playing pretty well on face offs what kind of, Hoot, you got any stats for me who's been playing well in the face off circle so you guys are pretty
1: correct when you're coming to the face off circle um we're firing about fifty two percent which we're winning more than we're losing yeah fifty
0: two percent's like pretty good, you know that's like that's yeah that's a little bit more than half i I feel like face-offs you don't want to be if if what would be considered bad is if you're somewhere like in that 40 percent range you know where you're really giving up the majority of your face-offs but as long as you're hovering around or even above halfway that's 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 those are great those are excellent numbers
1: what's great is you know you have to obviously have multiple guys in there so uh you know, at a time, you know, you can't just have one guy doing all the face offs all the time. Right. So we got four guys right now that are contributing to that success. I mean, uh, Boom Jenner is obviously uh, the best right now. He's taking the most face offs. He's, he's about 58%, doing really
0: well. That's fucking awesome. He's dude. improved that yeah.
1: area of his game tremendously
2: over the and past he had
0: to, like and he had two to years. Right? Yeah, and he had to. Yeah, absolutely. Playing well, dude. Yeah, that's fantastic. Who else?
1: We got some new guys. We got uh, Corrali.
0: That was one of the things we knew about Corrali coming in and one of the reasons why I think Yarma wanted to sign him. Not only is it the Columbus thing, you know, he's a Columbus kid, but he's been a solid penalty killer for Boston for a long time. He's been a solid fourth line centerman who can win you some face-offs, especially in your own zone. So yeah, Corrali winning faceoffs that's an excellent addition to our team, and I think it's... Really helped us, you know, here at the beginning of the season. Who else? how's Cylinder doing? Because I know he's been taking some face-offs, but I don't know so, Cylinder, exactly how Cylinder's
1: he's doing. Cylinder's about 48%. Still pretty good for That's not uh, bad a, a for rookie. a kid coming in. It's Rook. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And taking and face-offs
0: on a, on a against. On top line, right? So, yeah. Taking, against, taking face-offs uh, against the best face-off takers on the planet Earth. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Doing well.
1: Absolutely. And Jack Jackie's still doing good in the circle. Where's he at? He's sitting about 52% as well. Yeah, that's or pretty 51. good. That's, um, that's 51.
0: That's better than I thought it was, mm-hmm. quite honestly. I haven't been too impressed had, with anything Roslovic's done. But
1: Yep, he's been good in the face-off circle. So, uh, but I think all of that's contributed to, like, we've just got four guys that have been doing very well in the face-off yeah. circle, and you yeah. need to have four guys.
0: Absolutely. Got to have four of them. Four four roll banging. those four lines. All four lines banging. Roll that four-line beautiful footage. Big game tonight, boys. Got the the wings are in town. Yep. Um, and then we head out west. We go to Arizona, and then we go to Vegas to round out the week. If we we could have a big week here, you know. Big wind. God, Jesus. Be a huge big confidence. Big get a win. Big win tonight. we go you know? on the road. Yeah. If we could snag two points tonight, that would yep. be huge for this little, you know, west coast kind of road trip. Because you go to Arizona, I don't give a fuck who you're playing. When you go change time zones like that. You know, you're playing pro sports. That shit's hard to do. Every you know? sport, every in every sport, mm-hmm. it traveling is. across the country to do those kinds of things, it ain't easy. So that Arizona game is not a lock, you know, by any stretch of the imagination. And then Vegas, they're Probably, beat up but right we now. Better win
1: that fucking
2: yeah, game. Yeah, gotta win that game. Mm-hmm.
0: And then Vegas, Vegas is beat up right now, like you said, Frank. They're they got some a bunch of guys. Injured right yeah, now, that's right? That's another so, very winnable game, and uh, so another winnable game. We could snag six points here this week. The opportunity is in front of this team to do that. We just got to not make those stupid fucking mistakes mm-hmm. that we made against Washington and against the Rangers. Yeah. That's it, boys. That's all I got. Let's yeah. go watch the hockey game. Everybody yeah, let's
3: watch join us some in. Hockey tonight.
0: Go Jackets! Yeah, let's fuck go go the Red Jackets, Rebels. baby. Catch
3: us on the Twitter. We'll be, we'll be going for it all all throughout the game.
0: Signing off. Peace.
3: See ya. See ya.